with the unfortunate news yesterday that Lonzo Ball may be headed towards a third surgery. We're going to talk today about what the Bulls need to do or could do in this offseason to kind of reconstruct this roster with planning to not have Lonzo Ball for yet another season. We're also going to talk about what the Bulls need to do at the end of this season to solidify their playing push. We're going to get to all that and more right after this. You are now tuned in to Chicago Bulls Central, your number one spot for all things Chicago Bulls, hosted by Hayes. All right, Bulls fans. So, unfortunately, yesterday we had to drop another emergency episode in regards to Lonzo Ball, and it was not a positive update. And Lonzo Ball may be headed towards a third surgery, and that third surgery could very well cover a six-month recovery period before we even end up knowing when he's going to get back on the court. Now, I did say in yesterday's episode, uh, the emergency episode, that whenever, Lon- whatever that, however it clears up Lonzo Ball's timeline, it could then inform what the Chicago Bulls need to do in this offseason. But here's what I'll say is that no matter what, right, if Lonzo Ball has the surgery, the six months go by and they say, yeah, he'll be able to return to basketball. He's pain free. Another whatever, however long it comes after that. It's not enough time for AK to really factor that into the offseason. And so AK is going to have to forge for it in an offseason that you kind of have to plan not to have Lonzo Ball or at least a backup plan because with being out of basketball, Lonzo Ball right now is is 14 months out of what was initial, what, six to eight week return period. And then on top of that, now having another surgery that then could push that into two years, it's hard for players to typically come back and be themselves right away if Lonzo Ball even can come back. And this is and it sucks, and we talked about that yesterday, about the terrible news and stuff like that. But after Lonzo Ball went down last season, the Chicago Bulls went 19 and 24. And then this season, we're currently 30 and 36 Again, without Lonzo Ball, that is right. That is meaning that we went 49 and 60 in 100 games without Lonzo Ball. And what does that tell us? That tells us that the impact that Lonzo Ball had was meaningful to this team. And we've seen a little bit of that come back, of course, with Patrick Beverly. And so, yes, the Bulls do have some things at their disposal. They have some options that they could do. They could file for a disabled player exception, uh, which they didn't do this year. And it kind of made sense because at the time, and this is after me researching, after if it, what that allows, it gives the Bulls back up to half of Lonzo Ball's salary to use, but it still does count towards the luxury tax. So if the Bulls were to apply for that disabled player exception this season, it would have given them $10.2 million. But again, we know that this Chicago Bulls team tries to avoid the luxury tax at all costs. But with free agents coming up, major free agents for the Chicago Bulls, when you look at uh, Nikola Vucevic, Kobe White, Ayo Sumu, now Patrick Beverly, uh, Javante Green, all coming up in free agency, Applying for that disabled player exception this offseason would make the most sense if the Bulls do do it. It also does not stop Lonzo Ball from potentially coming back. Um, And if the Bulls do that, it would give them an additional spending power of $10.2 million to use this offseason. You add that to their already mid-level exception that they could have, that gives the Chicago Bulls about $20 million in spending power. Now, those exceptions can't be used together. They would have to be used separately, and the $10 million disabled player exception can only be used to acquire a player either via trade or in free agency, and that player would have to be, if it's via trade, in the last year of their contract. So what does that mean? It gives the Bulls an additional source, and AK has already talked about how he has had to get creative to remake the roster one time, and he's even said it doesn't. that means that he could potentially get creative to, to do it again. So it, it gives AK and Eversley an additional tool to use, and as I've been telling you guys to prepare 
this team has to make a, a major rehaul. We just do. Now, it doesn't mean that a rebuild is coming, the whole blow it all up fan base is not coming, but the Bulls will retool in a way this season. How major of a way they do is going to be determined by a couple of things. Can they bring Nikola Vucevic back, right? Do, what do they do with Kobe, with Io, uh, Javante Green, Pat Bev? Like, the thing, the fact of the matter is we have five free agents that a lot of Bulls fans like differently or, or whatever, but you can't sell us on bringing this exact team back. That means that either that some players that were a big part of this rotation are just not coming back. And I've been trying to prepare you guys for that outcome because it's highly likely that one of your favorite Chicago Bulls players is not back on this roster next season, no matter who that is. But given AK and Eversley and giving them more tools at their disposal this offseason, heading into next offseason, which the Bulls can have considerable cap space next offseason, it will give the Bulls another opportunity to kind of reevaluate, look at some things. So I do expect the Bulls, especially, you know, w whenever this surgery is determined by, you know, they, it was worded as an if then, right? So if Lonzo Ball is still experiencing pain by a certain predetermined pre time with, you know, by Lonzo, the Bulls and Clutch Sports, whatever they have decided of, hey, if it's not by then, Lonzo will go under this third surgery. Whenever it gets to that point, the Chicago Bulls probably will file for the disabled player exception. And by doing that, it gives, like I said, gives them another tool. But it's important that AK builds this roster. Now, Patrick Bregley very well could come back. Depending on how we end the season, AK could look at that and say, listen, this is how we were once Patrick Beverly came back in. He's a veteran. He's now used to our system. We could just re-sign him if they think that Lonzo Ball is going to be able to make that full return next season. And if it's not, if there's any kind of doubt whenever he does get the surgery and there's doubt still of, of the, the, the pain threshold or wherever it is, when you're dealing with potential nerve damage, we still don't know if that's what it is for sure, that timeline can get a little bit more blurry. So. Uh, AK and Eversley are going to have to do their work. At, it, it was already coming, right, to rebuild this roster. But at this point now, you almost have to try to file for the disabled player exception just to give yourself that additional uh, avenue back. Now, again, will the Bulls use it? This is the biggest question because, again, we've avoided, we're a team that avoids the luxury tax. That is by the decision of ownership. That's not AK and Eversley. And so even getting more of a, of a tool and weapon back that basically operates as the Bulls having two mid-level exceptions, it leaves a lot to be desired and to wonder on exactly what this team uh, or, or the, the capability that this team is going to have to even use that. But I still expect them to give it, put, give it to them at their disposal. We'll see what they do. Um, but the Bulls have a lot of tough decisions to make, and they have to forge forward with a roster that you have to insulate yourself in, in, uh, from the Lonzo Ball injury. You just have to do it. That's not to say that, that we still don't love Lonzo. We know what Lonzo brought. We know what Lonzo brought to this team when he was on the court and it was needed it helped Zach Levine be a better defender Lonzo Ball's communication and everything is is was huge for this team now I, I've gone on and I still maintain it doesn't fix everything that 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 harpered this team last season but one thing that AK can't do is we can't do the if when Lonzo comes back thing and narrative this offseason we have to plan and forge forward as if he's not going to be here and and we have to have and build in that depth to our roster. Could that come via losing some players that we all love? Absolutely. But that's what we have to do at this point. Now, moving on from that, the Bulls got, uh, coming off that big win in Denver, Lonzo Ball news aside, has, has reminded everybody of the team that they can be, right? That they can they have the capability of being. 
but we just don't see that off. Now, I, I've now looked at it as the Bulls have to do some things if they if they want to make this playing push legitimate and try their best for this playing spot. They The Bulls have to do a few things. The first thing is follow the lead of Zach Levine. I'll keep putting Zach Levine in the positions to be the elite offensive player that he has shown you that he can be definitely since the All-Star break. But as I've said and went over the numbers in a previous episode this week, we Zach Levine has been slowly getting back to this since about mid-December. And so we have that sample size to know what Zach Levine can be, right? So the offense just looks much better when Zach Levine is flowing and Zach Levine is going and you have to. And keep in mind, this is still without Billy Donovan running the catch-and-shoot opportunities that that we know that Zach Levine can thrive in one of the better catch-and-shoot players in the NBA. We have to ride. Experience the thrill of March Madness. If you're still out on the hunt for a sports book to call home, Bet the nonstop action of March Madness with my bookie. Enter the bracket contest for a chance to take home prizes up to $25,000 or pick from a huge selection of straight bets, props, and odds boosts. Whatever your style, my bookie makes it easy to play your way and get paid. Sign up now and take advantage of our generous welcome offer to score a massive first deposit bonus up to $1,000. All you have to do is claim the code BULLCENTRAL but the fun doesn't stop there. Get up to the minute odds, free bets, and expert predictions to help you decide who to put your money on. The best part about my bookie, you can bet on anything, anytime, from anywhere. Use the promo code BULLCENTRAL to secure your limited time welcome bonus today. The hot hand of Zach Levine. We have to wear the sink or swim. It has to come via Zach Levine being this elite offensive player. Now, if he starts falling off again and is not that elite offensive player, you have to, you have to change some things at that point. But we have to continue to ride this wave of Zach Levine being this elite offensive player, being back to the 50-40-90 player that, that he has shown his ability to be because that is what is going to help. When you don't have a modern offense via your roster, you, you ride that player that completely changes the dynamic of this team offensively. You have to put Zach Levine in the right and proper situations. You have to give him the keys to the offense in a way, right? By that, I still mean it has to go through the point guard, right? You don't want Zach Levine doing a lot of the ball handling. But when it's when it's all said and done, you have to ride this wave that Zach Levine is on. And another thing that the Chicago Bulls can do, I've been saying this this term of modernize the offense, right? The best pairing that you have to modernize this offense is using the one-two punch of Nikola Vucevic and Zach Levine. That means making DeMar DeRozan more of a facilitator at times and more of a player that you use to, to as Zach Levine's on the bench, you then... Uh, Give him the keys of time. I'm not saying let's completely phase DeMar DeRozan out the offense, but rather than DeMar DeRozan being the featured player in the offense like he was and has been since basically the second half of last season up until the, the, re, the recent, you have to to ride that one-two punch of Nikola Vucevic and, and Zach Levine because they are the keys to a modern-day uh, offense. And so, yes, that makes DeMar more of a second featured player, third ring in this case. But again, he has the capability of doing that. We know what DeMar can be as a facilitator, especially if you watch them in San Antonio. And if you watch them in the last game, when DeMar sets other up other people up it, it, it and, you, and he's used more of a decoy, and it's not really a decoy because guess what? If the team does decide to then double down on a Vooch or a Patrick Williams who would be in the game at that point, we know DeMar can isolate, go one-on-one, and then either get to the free throw line or usually get you a bucket. But rather than making DeMar DeRozan's isolation the offense, use DeMar DeRozan's isolation skills as something to, um, to as, as a little garnish on top, right, of a, of a more modern-day offensive when you just need that big bucket, right? 
That's how the, 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 the team and the, hopefully the coaching staff changes the offense over that time. But one of the keys also in that to even allow that to happen means that we have to continue to get aggressive P-Will. We have to. P-Will had one of his best aggression games last, uh, last game against the Denver Nuggets. Billy Donovan's talked about it. Everybody's talked about it since then. And he's talked about it. He said this, quote from Patrick Williams, I think it just comes down to me, quite honestly, just my mindset coming into the game, staying aggressive. It's not going to happen if I don't make it happen. That is, the, that is the mindset that he has to have. That's what the mindset that Patrick Williams has to go. And if he is, if you're putting him in those situations and you're responding to that way, yes, bench unit starting, I don't even care at this point, right? He played 30 minutes in the last game. Let him earn his minutes as he comes, whether he's starting, whether he's coming off the bench. That doesn't matter. He needs to be finishing games if he plays aggressive. And so that's what you that's what we need from P. Will. Not saying that it's just P. Will. We need to bet on our youth, right? That means Kobe White as well. Putting Kobe White, like we need three-point shooting. Kobe, Zach, and P. Will are, are the three-point shooting for this team. 90% of our three-point shootings is going to become come from those players. But we need to continue to feed Patrick Williams when he is cutting, when he is doing things, keep rewarding the young players when they're playing well. And now you have some savvy vets that you can go to if it's not working out. But that is what the Chicago Bulls have to do. If this play-in push is going to be a legitimate thing, which I still have my doubts about, you guys know, just being honest with where I am. You guys know I've, I still, I still right now I'm doubtful that the Bulls make the play-in tournament. But if it is, if we are going to make that play-in tournament. It's going to have to come via changing things and, and making similar moves to what I said before. But this team also... You have to keep up the defensive intensity. We have to keep rebounding. We have to limit turnovers. All those things game in and game out, yes, we have to continue doing. But with, with making slight changes to what we've done at the beginning part of the season to how we end the season, it can help facilitate that a lot for the Chicago Bulls. It's just up to Billy Donovan to, to continue that going on. I don't know how much faith I have that he will, but if he does, it, it definitely is going to change some things for the Bulls. Let's hope that this Bulls team and the flashes that we see can, be a, can become a more consistent vision. Let's see if the Chicago Bulls can make this playing push. I'll tell you what, if the Bulls do come together and they and they start riding, start playing with heart, and they do go on this playing push and they do win, let's say out of the last, if we win all 16 games, we tie our record from last season, that's probably not happening. But if the Bulls can win 12 to 13 of these last games, which is a tall order, right? That is a huge, that is a 90% win percentage. That is tough for any team to do on the backstretch of a season. But if they do, we can have some of the most fun basketball we've seen all season for the Bulls. But it's still, as I've said, all this talk, it doesn't really change what we have to do in the offseason as far as changing the roster and doing some things. And we talked about it. But, you know, that's what I, I see that the Bulls have to do as far as a structural thing if they want to really go on this play and push. Uh, we, we definitely need players to stand, to, to stand up. It's easy to say, well, ride Patrick Williams and let him be aggressive. But you have these players have to have that mindset. And hopefully the things that they've went through this season, right? The doubts now around this team, the fact that you just weren't, did not have a successful season, it helps wake these players up and realize that you need to give more. You need to give more. We also need more for a head coach and Billy Donovan. We need those things. Let's hope that the Chicago Bulls can and will do it. It remains to be seen, but hey, we'll see if they can. Now, you guys know I've been giving updates on Marco Simonovic, and uh, last night, Marco Simonovic had 24 points, 17 rebounds, seven of those rebounds being offensive rebounds for the Windy City Bulls. And guess what? It's time. Like, I get it. And it's not going to happen this season. But if Marco Simonovic is going to continue to be on this roster, he needs to be getting NBA minutes. It just is what it is at this point. Like, he's not going to grow anymore by being down in the G League. I get it. His defense is an issue. 
guess what? We got players on this team that are just as bad defensively, if not worse defensively than what Marco Simonovic has been, right? We need to see if, if you're going to continue to have him on this team, then he, he needs to get some NBA minutes. That's what it is to let's see what he can actually give us. Because yes, there are players that are bad defensive players in the NBA. There are not a lot of them that have the rebounding potential of a Marco Simonovic on a team that needs rebound, especially offensive rebounds. So we'll see what that means. Like, I'm glad that Marco's been down in the G League cooking, but it all means nothing if they're not going to trust him and, and put forth his development plan to then put him in actual NBA games to grow that part of his game. That's what it's come to. That's what we deserve to see. That's what Marco needs. If you're going to continue to invest in Marco Simonovic, then you have to start doing that. Otherwise, get him off the roster. He's taking up not a G League, not a two-way spot. He's taken up an uh, NBA spot and has played, what, a handful of NBA games in the last two years? You can't continue to sell us on players and things that aren't going to benefit this team. If you don't see him benefiting this team after what we went through this season, you got to let him go. You got to let him go. And I know AK loves his young players and it's, and it's, it's like having new toys. But at the end of the day, if you're just going to leave them on the shelf, it really doesn't benefit. And, and on a team that needs a talent infusion, you can't keep selling us on that. That's my thoughts, least. You guys can let me know what you think on everything down below. Make sure you follow the show at Bull Central Pod. You can send us any feedback, questions, comments, concerns. BullCentralPod.gmail.com. Lastly, if you want to leave a text message and our voicemail, the number to do so, 773-270-2799. We are the number one spot for everything Chicago Bulls related because of you guys. And like I like to end every episode on, Go Bulls. See Red. Love you guys, man. Game day tomorrow. So we'll be locked in and tuned in for that, man. Love you guys. Peace, y'all. This has been a presentation of the Break Break Media. Media.